0: Apple may have released a new MacBook Air and iPad Pro, but they're still missing features that we want. That and more on this episode of the Mac World Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Good morning. Apple released new gear. We had talked about the news last week. Uh, we haven't gotten the devices in just yet. We're going to to review them and there were initial reviews that came out earlier this week. We posted a few articles on what we thought Apple did right with these products and what we still would like to see in uh, what we thought was maybe still missing from these particular products. So I thought we'd talk about that. So let's start with the MacBook Air. First off, when we talk about the MacBook Air, what, what's the main thing that they got right with this new MacBook Air?
1: Well, it brings the, I think it brings the new Magic Keyboard, which is like the old keyboard. They like un-messed up the keyboard. (laughs) We were really disappointed because the two years ago, when they refreshed the MacBook Air, the MacBook Air was like really long in the tooth. It was really old, but it was still the last Mac you could get with the old keyboard, the good keyboard, not the butterfly keyboard. And the update made it, it brought Retina and a USB-C and stuff like that, but it, also gave us the new keyboard <laughs> which we don't like so this this fixes the keyboard that's the biggest thing but it's also a good cpu
2: upgrade seems like they added true tone yeah. last year and the biggest thing i think is the price i mean yeah more more storage for less money i mean right so yeah.
1: it started at 128 gigs now it's 256 and 128 you don't want that on a laptop. That's mm-hmm. way uh, not not laptop. in twenty twenty. That's way too yeah. little. I mean, and that's too 20, little for your phone. for <laughs> your like laptop. Yeah, even the last couple of years, they that shouldn't have been the minimum. So now it starts at nine ninety nine instead of last year it had dropped to ten ninety nine for, 128,
2: so for 128, one twenty eight. So we get thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. What was thirteen hundred dollars last week is now nine ninety nine, yep. which is exactly nice. with a
1: fixed keyboard with a better and, processor and a better, a better processor. And, yeah. and there's processor options. It was. One-size-fits-all processor. Now you get three processors to choose from. There's upgrades.
0: In regards to the storage, it seems like Apple has this pattern of like going maybe a generation or two too long with the low end of the storage. Because that happened with the iPhone, and I can't remember which particular models, when it used to have like 32 gigabytes. Yeah, Or maybe even back in the they, days. They stuck had,
1: with 16 too long. 16, right, 16 yeah. that's
0: what it was, 16. And they, it, you know, generation after generation would come out and be like, "Come on, you gotta, you gotta boost it up to 32." Or- they did a
1: pretty good job of or- making the minimum 64 in time, but yeah, before that, it took them forever to get to 32 gigs as a starting.
0: So yeah, that's a big deal. I think putting 256 and 512 in and, and the standard configs of the MacBook Air, yeah, mm-hmm. it's finally catching up. And how long will we go when we keep some, when we'll, when we'll say that that's not enough?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> a few years. It's right. less than a terabyte. Come on.
0: <laughs> what else about the MacBook Air? So it has a new processor. Now, just so people don't... Because it may seem confusing to some people. It's labeled with a lower clock speed than the previous generation. Mm-hmm. You have to remember it's a new chip.
1: Right. And its boost clock is still really high. And you spend a lot of time in that boost clock thing. So, yeah, this is Intel's new Ice Lake Processors. Uh, The entry level model is still a two core, four thread processor, which it was before, Um, and the boost clocks go a little higher. So in benchmarks, it ends up really being pretty close.
0: I got to run real quick. Uh, I think there's a MacBook Air at my doorstop, so I'll be right back. (laughs)
2: Can we we talk amongst ourselves?
0: Talk about yourselves.
2: (laughs) Yeah, from from what I've read, the processor, at least the entry level, I mean, it's a little pokey. So if you're going to be using the MacBook Air for anything more than just you know the usual email web stuff, yeah, it's you're going it's to pokey want to get like that Core i five one.
1: It's pokey like the old one was. Yeah. sort of pokey. Roman, do we have do we have gear?
2: Do we, do we have liftoff, Roman?
0: Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> was it is it indeed?
0: It is computer. indeed Yeah. So the yeah the UPS truck pulled up and uh, my wife went to go get it for me so. Uh, yeah, so the MacBook Air, for people who are listening, the MacBook Air is now in our hands. Uh, I'll be shooting an unboxing video of it, uh, so you can check it out. And then Jason Cross is actually going to be doing the review of the MacBook Air.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were talking about the processor, the entry-level one. It's a little pokey, like the old one was a little pokey, and it doesn't matter for like most things. You'll want... Yeah. The, um, you, you probably want the Core i5 upgrade, which has an even lower clock speed, but it's it's a quad core. It's
2: a right, way better processor. And if you're doing you know, podcasting, or video work, or Photoshop, whatever it is that you're doing for work, yeah, you're going to want that to spend the extra couple hundred bucks and get the better processor. It's and not even that run, much it'll, it'll, just for the no, i5. The i7
1: doesn't give you that much more over the i5. Right. It's mostly graphics.
2: Yeah, you're basically um, bringing it back to what it, what it cost before this model came in i think i think it's 1100 bucks
1: uh, yeah for I, the right? I for it's just the 100. i5 yeah. yeah and then it's another 2 uh, another 150 beyond that or something for the core 7 it's not worth it for most people that upgrade is mostly just graphics and and mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't do it just, it's not a gaming computer or something
2: and you know, it's not not that much faster you're saying that a mac isn't a gaming computer for you? Uh, certainly not a mac <laughs> i've heard camera. that before That's
0: right. So among the things that are missing from the MacBook Air is one that uh, Jason Cross wrote extensively about <laughs> in a separate know, article. <laughs> yeah. So Apple's been relying on USB-C ports for its laptops for some time now. Apple do, does this to maybe hopefully push the industry towards that particular standard. And yeah. it probably will be common place now. But I, to I say in, that it's, in large
2: part we're 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 there. Yeah. USB C is the thing now.
0: USB C is the thing now. But the problem is that USB A is so widespread right. and still useful to a lot of devices, it's hard for it to overtake USB C to overtake USB A.
1: Yeah. My argument was that and, and I don't think a lot of people read past the headline really. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't but say. it was it was not that the MacBook Air should have just USB-A ports right. instead of USB-C. I, I'm fully on board with USB-C everything. I, I actually want Apple to get rid of the Lightning port and go USB-C like they did on the iPad Pro. Like, I'm, I'm in. Believe me. But we've been hearing for four years now, it's been four years since Apple just, like, went in on USB-C and had no USB-A. And we've been hearing, it's the future. It's all going to be USB-C and everything. And n- brand new name brand stuff you buy today is still USB A all over the place. You can't buy a, a webcam right. that's got right. USB C ends or mice and keyboard, they have USB A ends, most microphones USB A. Like you have to get cables and dong new cables or dongles for these things and it's super super annoying. I'm I'm just like in addition to the USB C ports you have on put a USB A port on the other side it would make Life so much simpler for so many people especially on their cheapest laptops where people have legacy gear, they have thumb drives they have stuff (laughs) from from before and they don't want to feel like i've got to go buy a ten dollar cable here a ten dollar dongle an adapter a whatever a hub to plug all in all the old stuff that i had it feels like leaving those people behind i don't understand it and i don't understand why if if Apple's really so in on a USB-C, why are all their desktop computers have USB-A? Every iMac, even the brand new Mac yeah. Pro has a couple USB-A ports. I mean, they recognize that it's useful <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: or they wouldn't do that. And, and yet on the laptops, it's just gone. So I think their laptops need a USB-A port somewhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, short of that, which is, it seems unlikely that they're going to go backwards in their parlance, Mm-hmm. But, you know, at least included an adapter in the box.
1: That was that was my other point. You know, when they got rid of the headphone jack. They gave it to they us gave for gave a couple you, of
2: generations. Yeah, yeah, at
1: least for several years, they gave you a lightning headphone dongle in the box. And they could do that, but they don't. Yeah, of course. And, that's, that's and
2: you know, they charged 19 bucks for the USB-A to USB-C adapter, which is, I mean, that's pricey.
1: Yeah. You can so get them they, cheaper. You can, of course, yeah. But, you
2: know, yeah, there's no reason. Yeah, but if, reason if, but if you can... go into the Apple store and they say, oh, you need this, and you walk out with the computer, you're going to be spending an extra 20 bucks on top of the very high MSRP anyway. Yes. And it would be good faith for Apple to just say, you know what? We understand that people still need this. Here's one. If you need more than one or a hub or whatever, or lose you it can buy whatever what you, what you will. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was uh, the final point I made is just, you know. Cut throw us a bone. Yeah, although that's Recognize unlikely, unlikely too phone. at this point. Oh, it, it's very unlikely. It's as <laughs> unlikely as them going back to Magsafe, which I miss.
2: That that's a one yeah. that's one too that was awesome. Although I will say that USB C the way they I don't know if it's the way they made the plug or just the nature of the of the plug. It does it never pulls my computer off the table when I trip on it, which is, you know, somewhat regularly. Oh, the plug comes out? Like it, it comes out. Yeah. Mm. Whereas on my older uh, what, whatever the one with that big circle uh power adapter was i don't remember what it was some kind of a power book that mm-hmm. thing used to fly off the table you know regularly and yeah. i used to like you know catch it so it it does it does detach as easily as as magsafe did but that the connection on magsafe was so nice mm. that little magnetic click come on now
1: I just liked when you could get the MagSafe plugs that were sort of L-shaped. Yes. So the cord wasn't sticking straight out to the side, it was sticking back.
0: Right.
2: Um,
1: But hey, I'm not going to complain too much about them. I I understand that one of the benefits of USB-C is you've got this port that can do all this stuff, including being your power jack if you want. I'm fine with that. As long as now that they don't have the original 12-inch MacBook that had the one port, <laughs> <that> you had, <laughs> right. So you couldn't like now that there's at least two
2: on everything, I'm, I'm yeah. good. At, that's fine. At the time we wrote we wrote and talked plenty about that, but what a crazy move that was. In you know, whatever year 2015, <laughs> not only we go into USB C, which is no one was using, but we're giving you one and that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That is and such, that was before an it was Thunderbolt three and yes. everything too. Yes. So uh, it's not like it was this super powerful, yeah.
0: One of our readers, Steve Philpot on Facebook, had a comment. He said that he prefers USB-C all day. He bought a USB-C slash USB-A thumb drive immediately and it wasn't expensive yeah, yeah. at all. He bought a hub for $50. A lot of times he doesn't even need it. And the peripheral makers need to get off their butts and embrace the future.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with that in principle. Yeah, USB-C is far superior to USB-A on every, on every level and every metric, but as Jason points out, there are a lot of USB-A devices. I have plugs mm-hmm. all over my desk and I have a hub. I have an adapter. I have, am looking at a dongle right here. It's just a fact of life.
1: Yeah. And I think that comes from the, you know, didn't read the article sort of set of people who, when I ask, should it have a USB-A port? They think, I mean, instead of mm-hmm. like, no, I, I USBC's USB-C is definitely way, way better, but you can't make the argument that like, your answer to everyone needs to buy dongles or cables or replace their thumb drives is, Hey, I bought dongles and cables and replaced my thumb drive. What's the big (laughs) deal? Like, that's, it's not really an answer to that question. Right.
0: Yeah. And there's also an argument that including a USB-A port kind of defeats the purpose of trying to push the USB-C initiative. And I I don't think that's a valid argument at all. It's, it's, it's for convenience. It's for, you know, it's I,
1: I, I really understood that and believed it in 2016 when they went all USB-C right. but it's been four years and brand new gear released this year brand new Logitech webcams and stuff are like USB-A and if they're going to yeah. give us a garbage webcam on the, on the, <laughs> on the MacBook and you're going to go buy a webcam now you have to also buy a $20 dongle for it and that's just not a good experience for people so if it had worked if if they had the pull in laptops that they have in phones i mean when they do something on the iphone everybody else does right. the thing right and you know they take away the the headphone jack and all of a sudden there's
2: a million yeah everyone makes earbuds, fun of it with yeah. their
1: already designed products but the next product right. doesn't
2: have a headphone jack you know and and all the peripheral developers fall in line and say okay now we're doing wireless
1: yeah that that just doesn't they don't have that pull in laptops
2: right. that's true Witness and that basically every, later, every other laptop has at least one, if not more, USB yeah. ports. Yeah. Not, not to mention Mac desktops.
0: So keep an eye out for our review of the MacBook Air. We just got it so literally literally we just (laughs) got it it. a few minutes ago off the (laughs) truck uh so we'll get that review in process in progress and then uh we'll post it as soon as we can so keep an eye out for that review on macworld.com apple also shipped a new ipad pro this week
2: today i think or Tomorrow, or it's shipping one of these days,
0: sh- or they announced it last week. They then, it last week, but it's it right. it
2: either today or tomorrow. I forget,
0: yeah, which. it's shipping this week. Yeah. We'll it
1: one or two users on you know Reddit and stuff have even gotten them early, early. Yeah.
0: yeah. And there are a few other early reviews of that, so just thought we also talk about what we like about in terms of spec wise what we like about the new iPad Pro. Uh, it has a new. A12Z processor. We all like the Z name, right? <laughs> oh, sure. Z is cool. <laughs> yeah. X it's new cool. and it's Z not new.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's an A12X. Uh, Apple a says it's got, it's got better thermals. And the A12X had seven graphics cores. But it was really, they do that thing that most graphics cards do where they, it's got eight cores and they disable one because that lets them reclaim chips that were bad off the line. Like Ooh. it had one defect and they can just disable one of the cores and that way the productivity of the line goes way up. So this just has all eight like cores enabled. So that's the difference. Everyone's yeah. benchmarking it and they're like, it's the same except the graphics are a
2: tiny bit faster. It yeah, doesn't have isn't, isn't improvements of the A thirteen. It, it's not to say that it's nothing. There's anything wrong with it. I mean, the, you know, the iPad was fast in 2018, and it's just as fast now. I mean, it's yeah, it's
1: still more than capable. It's not faster, but it's still like the yeah. fastest tablet. I have a, I have a mile.
2: 12.9 inch iPad Pro from I don't know 2015 or something. No, is was they around? Yeah. Whatever the second generation. Yeah, 2018. And is when they did that. I mean, I have no problem with it. That was, it, that was probably an A9 processor, and I have no problem. with whatever the processor is, it's, 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 not, it's not the newer generation. It's several behind, and you know, the speed of these things, Apple optimizes, optimizes the hell out of,
0: of iOS or iPadOS. And
2: they're crazy fast.
0: Uh, the iPad Pro has what Apple's calling studio quality microphones.
1: I heard a YouTuber do a little comparison. It does sound a lot better. Uh-huh. Studio quality may be overselling it a little, but it is a yeah. much improved microphone, I'm really glad that you're taking that seriously.
0: Yeah, since iPads are being used more and more in kind of production environments, that's a welcomed upgrade. And probably the major update is the uh, camera with laser beams, also known as LiDAR, the lidar Light Detection and Ranging Scanner. So LiDAR is going to be used for augmented reality applications. I don't know if general users are going to take advantage of LiDAR so much? Yeah, I would say probably not.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the main advantage is that in all the AR apps, you don't have to wave your tablet around for it to, like, figure out the environment first. Mm-hmm. It just You just start it up, and it instantly knows the 3D of what's in front of it, and it's much more accurate and it's you know really fast and accurate about AR stuff, but you're you're waving around an 11 inch tablet trying to hold it with one hand <laughs> and yeah. and manipulate things with the other. Like that's not your best case
2: AR situation. It, it this it seems like the iPad AR stuff for the last several years has just been kind of like a beta test for Apple's glasses
0: right. or whatever's coming
1: out. Yeah, it's like they're building the yeah. the infrastructure for developers.
0: Right, this is sort of like a foundational kind of implementation yeah. for yeah. whatever that next step is.
1: Now, it's better on the phone because it's much easier to sort of hold a phone in one hand and manipulate things with the other and everything. There's some cool AR games and stuff. So it'll be nice when this comes to the phone. The other advantage is this could be really good for sort of portrait mode and photo effects. But they don't even have portrait mode on iPads. Yeah,
2: no, isn't that weird? <laughs>
1: weird. So, this is kind of a neat preview of what it'll be when it comes to the iPhone. Right. They'll probably have better regular camera sensors as well in the next gen iPhone.
2: And, you know, a reason to use them. <laughs> yeah. <a reason laughs> I mean, I would assume 5%, maybe even less, are actually using their iPads. I mean, maybe for video, if you put it on a tripod and, you, a tripod and you're doing it like a, a semi professional shoot. Yeah, But no one's taking it out and taking photos with their freaking iPad Pro. Nobody.
1: I mean, I've seen people do it with an sure. iPad. but Occasionally. Yeah, it's regular so- iPad. Mm-hmm. It's never been a pro. Never that The market of people who take photos with an iPad and, and who spent the money on the Pro, yeah. that doesn't seem to overlap at all. Yeah, that, that, <laughs>
2: that, that, that Venn diagram, they, they, they don't meet. <laughs> no. Oh, it has the
1: wide-angle lens this time. It does. Right. Yeah. They, they, oh. That didn't last time, right? It did not last It only game.
2: had single camera. It is the first iPad with more than one camera. Right.
0: On the back. Of the features that were not included, are we surprised that it doesn't have 5G?
2: I mean, support? I'm not. I'm not surprised because if that's that, that would be a weird feature to randomly bring to an iPad before you put it to the iPhone. Right. It would it would needless needlessly inflate the price when it's not something that most people need. I, I honestly, I don't even really think you need LTE on the iPad with, with, you know, now that tethering has gotten so good, most people have both. So, I mean, it's not something that you necessarily need. And I, I wonder how many people like, like what the split is there between the Wi-Fi and the LTE models, you know, LTE is, it's plenty fast on the iPad and, and 5g would not necessarily be a benefit, but I, it's I, still in, in, you know, in 2020, you know, it's, it's a, it's an omission.
1: Yeah. I feel like the, the, Group of people who use like really need and use LTE on their iPads as opposed to just tethering or something. Or people who like insurance claim adjuster just coming yeah, out to probably. fill out forms right. next yeah. to your auto accident and stuff like that.
2: What, what surprises me more is that they don't have a Mac yet with with uh, with a modem with an LTE. Right? Chip. Yes. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Where's that? Yeah, that seems more useful than on the iPad. Yes, very much.
0: I, know, I guess they such want as you it is. To re- they want you to rely on tethering
2: to, to I mean and, and it's fine. I, I tether often and it works really well and it's quick and it's fast and it's fine. Yeah. But if they had an LTE option on the MacBook, I'd, I'd buy that. I'd pay the 10 bucks a month or whatever Verizon charged when I needed it sure.
0: yeah I wonder what how much that would add to the cost of a, of a MacBook.
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: other stuff with where they add cellular tends to add about a hundred bucks. Yeah, give or take. I think,
0: and and Apple likes their nice round numbers. Yeah, Yeah.
2: 129 or whatever it was forever on the iPad.
0: Uh, One feature I'm kind of surprised that the iPad Pro wasn't revealed with is an OLED. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean,
2: I'm not you surprised because it would at be... At that re- size, it's it is so expensive. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah,
0: yeah. it is. Cost- it's it's, I mean,
2: you, you can buy a Samsung Galaxy Tab S6, I think they're up to now, that has OLED. And, you know, they do make them. But honestly, those OLED displays, they're not as good as the iPad LCD.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, the
2: iPad display is so good that yeah. um, I don't even know. The only thing that would make a difference is those really deep blacks. Like, you would notice it yeah. when you powered it on and yeah. use the Apple logo on the black screen. Other than that, I mean, that LCD is just, man, that's good.
1: I, I was a little more surprised that they didn't go up to HDR.
2: Yes. Mm. It's
1: not an HDR display. Yes. Uh, it is ProMotion. You can play HDR videos. Video, you're just seeing
2: standard yeah. dynamic range. Yeah, but I, I, again, as I say, it is the best ta- uh, display on a, on a on a tablet that I've yeah, ever seen, and I've used quite a few of them. Absolutely. It's It's awesome.
0: One feature that seems to give uh, the low storage at the entry level point a run for its money—I was trying to make a metaphor there, but it's not (laughs) working—is the—is the the, uh, front camera on the iPad. Do you understand the metaphor I was trying uh, to? Not in this (laughs) way. (laughs) No.
2: In fact, I knew where you were going, and I didn't understand the metaphor.
0: What I was trying to, what I'm trying to get at is it's a feature that they're kind of neglecting for whatever reason or another.
1: Yes, I see what you mean.
0: They're resisting upgrading it for some reason, even though we all could, it could use an upgrade. That Mm -hmm. front camera needs to be upgraded.
2: I I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I I, I honestly don't get it because that's the one you use. Right. That's the also move it, move it to the, to the correct place. So it's not, you're not looking like this when you're doing FaceTime, (laughs) like it shouldn't be over here. It should be at the top, the, the longer edge. So when you put it landscape in a, in a stand or in the smart, whatever the hell it's called, the the magic keyboard stand, it's, it's in the center and it's not on the left.
1: Yeah. It's, it's Apple can't seem to decide whether iPads are supposed to be used landscape or portrait. And I mean, it's, and it's meant and made for you to be able to do both. But more it's, and more, it seems like portrait. I mean, portrait. Like, like portrait is just for some things, and then landscape is kind of the default.
2: I would say so. Yeah. I mean, like the home screen, most...
1: the way they put extra stuff on the home screen, all this split view and everything. It's, if, of course, every keyboard dock or everything you put it in, everything seems landscape, and then portrait seems like well, it's a great way to FaceTime.
2: Even the AR stuff they demo, it's always in portrait. Like, you mean uh, landscape? I'm sorry, landscape. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, that yet the logo is still. <laughs> you pick it up and it's right side up when it's in portrait mode. The the mm-hmm. camera is in portrait, the portrait position. I don't, even when you restart, I mean, I don't know about the new one. I'm assuming when you restart it and it's in a dock, the friggin' Apple logo sideways. It just, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Sure. Like it is not a portrait device. It is a landscape well, device that can also be used in portrait. Whereas the right. iPhone is the exact the opposite. And I, mean, I think they treated the iPhone like it was landscape. It would make no sense. <laughs> it, um, it
1: started that way, though. It really yes. early iPads were really portrait, and you could turn them
2: landscape if
1: you needed to.
2: Correct. And most of the apps were designed for portrait, but it's evolved. Yeah. And it hasn't. It was. This has happened. You know, years ago. This isn't yesterday. This wasn't right. with this update. I mean, it's been a landscape device for some time. But it's uh, yeah. So anyway, the camera. Yeah, it's it's not as good as the one on the iPhone, and it's not in the right spot. Again, you know, these are not huge issues, but since most, I think a lot of people are using that front camera for meetings and for FaceTime and for things like this, and it's not as good as it could or should be. Better than the MacBooks, though.
1: Yeah, no, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the the MacBooks seven twenty p camera. It's not just it's not just the resolution, the dynamic range, and everything is just thing. terrible.
2: Yeah, it's, awful.
1: it's years out of date.
2: Yeah, every now and again, I I. Forget to turn on my Logitech camera, and I that defaults. I'm like, oh my god, what happened to my camera? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's bad. That's a good thing that you point out is that it's not just the iPad's front camera; it's the MacBooks front camera as yeah. well. It, like, yeah. like I, I I made up the scenario in my head that like when they ordered the the uh, component of the front camera, they accidentally added a, like two extra zeros in the order. And, and <laughs> they, they just
2: had them a stockpile for no, years. They have
0: them and they're just trying to use them all before they can just... Does the iMac upgrade. Pro
2: have a capable selfie
0: no. cam? It doesn't. So that one's too.
2: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: They made a big deal about how with the, the T2 processor, it it's better processing on the... Okay. And, it's, yeah. and that improves the image quality. And it does, but it's still the actual hardware is way behind
2: where it needs yeah. to so be. Weird. And, you know, also the MacBook, like, where is Face ID? Where is it? Like, it's, it's perfect for the MacBook, and they just refuse to mm-hmm. get it. And while we're talking about it, I would like a second USB port on the iPad. I don't put oh. one on either <laughs> yeah, side. Yeah, I, I don't think you're ever going to get that one. <laughs> no, no, no way i really Although wonder the the, the 350 fifty dollar dock now has one which is nice i mean you got yeah spend so there's bucks to get
1: it but there's the new um yeah the magic keyboard magic thing, which is coming comes out may dock. and it's like what is it 300 for 300 the, smaller for the item,
2: 11 inch and uh 350 for the 12 which is a
1: lot but it's got yeah. a real it's got the real sort of uh magic keyboard like you would get on a the new macbooks and stuff like that backlit yeah. it's got a scissor, trackpad scissor keys on this stuff. got a little and yeah floating hinges and all this but it's got the little USB-C port in it on the opposite
2: I, side which is nice
1: yeah and in the hinge but i think it's just charging
2: yeah I, I don't
1: think you could plug something in there and, and pull images off or
2: something okay i mean even so that's um, that's fine i guess but i i didn't know that
0: Yeah, I had a couple uh readers email me ask if I knew if it was charging or uh, a fully functional port. They haven't, Apple actually hasn't said, right?
2: Yeah, Yeah, well, it's not out technically, not out yet. So, yeah, I don't think the article, the you know, the the press release or the tech specs really talked about that, but they did specifically mention that you can charge your iPad on either side now, Mm -hmm. so maybe it is limited to. Anyway, it's a nice, that's a nice thing to have when you're at a desk. Agreed. So you don't have to, you know, where, which side is the port on, you know, you can just plug it in.
0: So we have articles on our website about the new iPad. We have a list of the features that Apple, we thought Apple should have added to the iPad Pro. Uh, so go to our website and check that out. And we'll have a review of the iPad Pro, hopefully soon. <laughs> That just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 691. Thanks to Michael Simon.
2: Thank you. Thanks to Jason Enjoy, enjoy your MacBook, Roman.
0: Thanks. <laughs> and thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes through SoundCloud or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at or you can contact us through Twitter. That's at Macworld on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macro Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time.